Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. From the heart of the Carolinas, aiming the cannon of truth at strongholds of stupidity. Who, who are black people supposed to call? Ghostbusters? So we need to stop that defund or abolish the cops crap. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. Good morning. Welcome to the broadcast. Good to be back with you. It's kind of funny. A friend of mine just sent a text. This friend of mine is, let's just say, less than conservative. I'm not quite sure where this person is. <laughs> but just sent a text. Are you fussing on your show this morning? <laughs> Assuming that this will be a pile-on on uh, Mr. Magoo from yesterday evening. And we will talk about the president in due time. But I want to begin with some good news. Some very good news. So many of the battles, and I want you to understand this, so many of the battles that I believe need to be fought are not national battles. Those are important, and I'm not here to diminish those in any way. But the important battles, many of them are taking place on a state and local basis. I want to tell you about two very important victories that happened just yesterday. These are huge. And I hope it's only the beginning of an awakening that is taking place. I, I really need, there's so many things I need to get caught up on. I, there are, it seems like there aren't enough hours in the day to consume all of the things that I want to read, listen to, whatever form of media. A favorite program I listened to yesterday, I heard yet another person, yet another person, a young woman. Man, I don't even remember. This gets so confusing. Who has detransitioned? I've got to tell you, folks, this rips my heart out every single solitary time. And the fact that you've got people who are trying to advocate the mutilation of children. I'm sorry, folks. These adults, I'm not talking about children, the adults who want to facilitate this are monsters. Yes, I said it. They are monsters. And what this comes down to is the fact that we need to prioritize our individual sovereignty and we need to reinforce the role of parents in a child's life parents not the state not the government not schools but parents these children do not belong to society or the government or the school system or the community at large I get there are exceptions and I get there are concerns there are homes that are not the best but we cannot continue to allow some of the inexcusable behavior to take place that we have seen in recent years let's get to the good news the North Carolina Senate with a supermajority and I love how WGHP reported this in a vote among along party lines as if they cared about party lines, except, you know, they only care when it's Republicans. Anyway, they've sent to the House the latest version of a Parents' Bill of Rights. We've talked about this. Senate Bill 49 approved on second reading. 29-19 was the vote. Came, coming after impassioned pleas from Senator Lisa Grafstein, or Grafstein of Wake County, who said she's the only LGBTQ member in the state, in the Senate. And District 23 Senator Craig Meyer of Durham, who's a school counselor and the parent of six children. 
I don't give a rat's rear end who you are as a freaking adult. Keep your hands and your philosophy and your propaganda away from our children. That's what this is about. They're not at the school for you to teach them why Heather has two mommies or daddies or whatever. When are you going to get this through your thick skulls? And yes, I would say thick, perverted skulls. And I'm not saying that because of what you do in the privacy of your own home. That's your business. But when you're talking about somebody else's children, leave us alone. That's what I'm saying. These folks wanted the Bills to feed. Based on their expectation, it would do more harm and that most of its provisions are unnecessary under North Carolina law. Meyer said he fears kids will go quiet with their problems. He said small children need a network of adults to help with various issues. They need their freaking parents! Their parents! Kids want to be loved by their parents, don't want to disappoint their parents. If they're afraid because they're worried their teachers are going to talk to parents before they're ready, they won't come at all. And that can put them in danger. Everybody's concerned. Oh, they're going to be in danger, in danger. I want you to hear. In fact, we're going to spend some time. And I want you to hear from some of these folks who've detransitioned, who profoundly regretted and wish, wish that people around them warned them that this was not the right thing to do. Because all of the voices were around are voices of affirmation. Affirmation of what? I heard something, I'm going to interrupt myself again. I heard something really profound yesterday, and I think it was on that same program. You know how they're telling us how important it is, this whole gender-affirming mentality? How about suicide affirmation? If I tell you, I feel like death, I feel like killing myself, why don't we set up a kill-yourself hotline? To affirm people who feel like they want to die. Why don't we do that, ladies and gentlemen? This was a point that was made, and it's a good one. We don't simply affirm ideas just because someone feels it. My goodness. Anyway. Senate Bill 49, introduced February 1st by State Senator Amy Gailey. It was passed by the Senate, ignored by the House last time. Gailey spoke in defense of the bill after Grafstein and Meyer's comments and focused on the issue of how teachers should refer to pronouns for young children. Gailey said teachers should tell kindergarten children, go ask your mom and dad. Boy, that's really terrible, isn't it? We're here to learn to use scissors and write our names. We're not here to explore gender or sexual identity to five-year-olds. Can somebody, is somebody going to call me right now? Or you're going to text me on the text line and tell me you disagree with this? This senator is right on the money. Go talk to your mom and dad. I'm your teacher. Let me show you how to use scissors and write your name in cursive. Folks, it's that freaking simple. And I celebrate the passage of this bill. And I think most of you will agree. Stay with us. So on the first block, I told you how the North Carolina Senate has approved a bill that basically empowers parents as it relates to 
issues of sexuality in the classroom. That's what this is all about. I'm going to warn you where this is going in a bit. It's not new. By the way, the GS Plumbing Talk Line, 800-928-1110, 800-928-1110. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. Here's the part where I, where I want to warn you. Okay, and, and this is all so predictable. This is not new. The North Carolina Executive Director, Kendra Johnson, this is from Equality North Carolina, compared the bill to the, are you ready for it? Don't say gay legislation adopted in Florida. Okay, let me just tell you right now, if you use that language to refer to this bill, you are a freaking moron. I don't hesitate to say that. It's dishonest. That's what this is. It's dishonest. I've got to tell you something. I've gotten to the place where people... Let me just put it this way. I have really come to have a profound disgust toward activists. Because these folks lie. That's what they're doing. They are lying. And that's what they're going to try to do. This is an attack on LGBTQ plus equality. You're a nitwit. We're talking about children. And this should not even be part of any discussion. Fourth grade and under, which I believe this bill covers. So prepare yourself. This is what they're going to do. If you are a person who cares about this legislation, call your North Carolina representative in the House. So this will be ideally supported with a supermajority so it cannot be vetoed, successfully vetoed anyway, by the governor. Don't believe any of the propaganda. Folks, I do believe this is a profoundly unifying issue for most people, not just in North Carolina, but across the country. Most people are in this place. I, I have yet to have anybody call into this program to argue. You, if you want to be the first, call and make the case to me that we ought to be talking about sexuality in the classroom at fourth grade and under. Come and make the case to me. We should be talking about gender transitions for young children. <laughs> it just It's nonsense. And it's time that we stop listening to the voices of these radicals who are more concerned about an issue than they are people. That's what this is about. And I have another piece of good news in a bit. First... Because I'm a nice guy, we will take a call from Chris. Good morning, Chris. Welcome to the broadcast. How you doing, Vince? I'll go ahead and second that. I, I, you are a nice guy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Too so, funny. What I'm calling about is I listened to a podcast uh, from Jordan Peterson. It was with a woman who had, a man who had, excuse me, a woman who had transitioned into a man. And, and was halfway through this transition, and she just is having all kinds of problems and has filed lawsuits here in America. And during this podcast, uh, Jordan Peterson explains the state of the tra- gender dysphoria situation in the United Kingdom. Well, they had a government body there that would help individuals with their transition process. They got through 30,000 assists and have now are facing 10,000 lawsuits from the children what? that are in distress. So they are you serious? Down this assist gender transition assistant uh, government assistant place. So this is what will happen in America, and it's going to take lawsuits, loss of careers, and and or imprisonment for these butchers that are up carving our children and telling them uh, the whole thing is lies. Like to tell a child that you're going to be better off as a different gender. That's a lie to begin with, and it's, it's all based on lies. Wow. That is, that's pretty incredible. And I'm certainly going to look for this information, because I do yeah, know, for instance... 
I can tell you the number. Sorry to inter- interrupt, but the the podcast is. Uh, why Why don't you do this, Chris? Instead of that, hold on the line, and you can have this conversation with my producer because I'll be glad to find out more about this. I can already tell you, the gender affirming policy that is being pursued. I mean, we're we're they're racing toward this in the United States. They are racing the other direction in the United Kingdom right now. They've realized this is a big mistake, and maybe this is part of the reason. <laughs> the lawsuits. This texture says, Vince, the leftist mindset is to get a hold of the children as soon as they can. The younger they can groom them, mutilate them, brainwash them. That's the goal. State-sponsored pre-K, a tool of the predatory state. Of course it is. Vince, my best friend's daughter, gender confused, tells her parents she wears a blue bracelet to school when she wants to identify as a boy, and the school embraces it. Her parents are beyond upset. This is evil. Of course it is, Scott. Vince, thanks for standing up against the craziness of transgender propaganda, going after and confusing the innocent children. God bless. Keep fighting the good fight. Great show. I appreciate you. These same people are all up in an arms over abortion rights, too. 100% a danger to children, of course. Thank you, Vince, for your outspoken defense of our children. That's what this is about. Vince, amen to everything you've said this morning about the Parents' Bill of Rights. Thank you for discussing this topic. Thank you for speaking sense on this topic with such passion. Don't stop. By the way, gender-affirming is the biggest misnomer I know of. It's telling a girl she's a boy and vice versa. This is not affirming. It's denying basic science and biology, David. That might get text of the day. That might get text. I mean, seriously. We are telling people... We're affirming, we're basically affirming the falsity, the falsehood in a person. Go back to my analogy about suicide. (laughs) Why in the world would you want to affirm that? Going broader, another way to fix this, school vouchers. Teachers going against parents' wishes would equal a school with fewer students and less funds. Absolutely. This whole rat's nest needs to be shut down. I don't want to park here too long today, folks. You know I'm very passionate about this. But I want to tell you about Virginia. The Virginia House approved a bill yesterday that would prevent teachers from keeping a child's social transition from their parents. You know what's really, you know what's really sad about this? The fact that you have to Go to the legislature to make this happen. Who in the world thought they had a right to keep information away from a child's parents? The arrogance of this is, it's mind-boggling, isn't it? I have a right to keep this secret away from your parents. Oh, yeah, you can tell me anything. Oh, my gosh. This is so demonic, so diabolical, ladies and gentlemen. Going to tell you more about this Virginia law, and yes, we will talk about Mr. Magoo and much more as we continue. Stay with us. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. is the Vince Coakley radio program. If you'd like to join the conversation, call Vince on the GS Plumbing talk line at 800-928-1110. That's 800-928-1110. Or text the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line at 71307. Now back to Vince. I'm going to tell you more about this Virginia bill in a moment. Can I just give you a heads up? I just... Uh, some of you are just going to be beside yourselves when you hear part of what motivated this legislation about notifying parents. Some of you are really, oh my gosh. In fact, I'm feeling those fresh emotions now before I even share the story. I'm feeling it right now. 
Oh, my goodness. A couple of things I want to share on the text line, starting with this. <laughs> Vince, thank you. I'm sick of the constant barrage of trans, trans, trans. I've hardly ever seen, and I know this is not politically correct, this texture is saying a tranny, except on those stupid-ass RuPaul's Drag Race commercials. Stop teaching our kids this is normal. And if you want to do this in your home, by the way, go right ahead. This texture, I fully agree, Vince. Children should not be taught about sex before the fourth grade. However, where was the energy for sexual abuse by the church? There are some pretty big documented numbers. Or are you a partisan hypocrite? No, I can tell you I'm not. You're going to hear that same passion from me on this subject. And that, that has so many dimensions I cannot begin to go into with you right now. <laughs> Just saying. Um, what is the other thing I wanted to share from the text line? Oh, here it is. <laughs> Boy, you are cranked up today. It must be all that demented man slinging BS last night. Ah, <laughs> oh, goodness, folks. Okay, are you ready for this? I, I just, I, when I saw this story, it just, it ripped my heart out. It really did. So I started telling you about this legislation in Virginia. They approved a bill to ban teachers from hiding a child's gender transition from parents. You want to hear the background about this? This is called Sage's Law. And for some of you, I want you to look this up and I want maybe share this on social media. You don't have to be argumentative about it. Just post the facts. And I think when people understand the facts, they understand science they'll realize how stupid all of this stuff is. Let me parenthetically remind you, because I think it's important to say, I'm very sympathetic to people wrestling with these issues, whatever they are, sexuality, gender, identity, whatever it is. And I've met a number of people dealing with these things, and the stories are horrendous. I told you about a person I met, what two months ago sharing a story of being molested at five it was someone in church by the way to the texture who brought this up and frankly has an abusive mom to this day I'm heartbroken and I'm heartbroken because the church has failed all the way around with this young man all the way around I cannot tell you how angry, and, and I've, got, I've got to get this under control, how angry I am when I'm listening to this young man's story and hear more about the ongoing dealings of this young man's family, people who, the mom at least, who proclaims to be a Christian. I'm not a violent person at all, <laughs> but I think you know what's in my heart and mind just drives me crazy in the very least I'd love to meet this woman and yes I'd start with inquiry but if she affirmed even half of what her son told me I would call her out for the horrible hypocrite that she is and I would tell her what a fraud she is to her face Are you ready for this? Sage's Law. Named after a 14-year-old girl who was sex trafficked twice and raped after the state removed her from her parents' custody to protect her from misgendering. In a tearful testimony before the Virginia Education Committee last week, Sage's mother, Michelle, said that while she and her husband were prepared to use Sage's masculine name and pronouns... The school and the state still insisted Sage would be harmed by her parents. While fighting for custody, Sage was kept in a male children's home. Oh my gosh, I, I'm getting angry all over again. Where she was repeatedly assaulted. 
I don't know what happened in this case, by the way. But I sure hope somebody is sitting in a prison somewhere for this. Sage's law requires parents be notified of their child socially transitions to another gender, prohibits teachers from hiding that transition, and clarifies the meaning of child abuse to not include misgendering. Do you believe, do you see the the insanity of where we are? You've got to go to state legislators to give you your rights back as a parent. By the way, the vote on this was 50 to 48. Who are the 48 morons who voted against this? This is horrible. This, I want you to understand, this is a red line issue. It really is. Those 48 people tell you a lot of what is wrong with America right now. That people would think it's okay to deprive parents of information. And yes, I know there are exceptions. I know there are abusive people. There are a few exceptions. This goes on to the Virginia Senate. Delegate Dave LaRock, the sponsor of this bill, telling the Daily Caller, Today, 50 Republican delegates passed Sage's Law and said, Never again will we allow this to happen to another child, while we also closed the door to block judges or social workers who would make parents criminals if they affirm a minor child's biological sex. All Democrats voted against Sage's Law, apparently willing to leave the door open to predators by preserving the secrecy in which they drive. They thrive. Sage will spend the rest of her life recovering. We can't undo the harm done to Sage, but we can help protect others. <sighs> I, I'm going to tell you about the argument the other side uses on this that's just specious. It's, folks, this is vital. Vital. And yes, we will get to Mr. Magoo. I promise. Stay with us. I got to tell you, folks, uh, to the caller who mentioned the case that's making its way through the system in the united kingdom thank you just in a cursory reading of things so far oh my goodness this is a cluster (laughs) oh my gosh i there's a part of me that i'm i'm once this show is over today i'm gonna have to shut this off i really am this has so disturbed me when I just just what I read over the break I I'm heartbroken I really am <laughs> Jeff you're hilarious Vince take your time getting to whatever our idiot in chief has to say personally I think I'd rather get a Valentine's card from Caitlyn Jenner <laughs> than to hear anything that he has to say it's all lies <laughs> Uh, this texter, I hear you. Vince, I'm so glad my three boys are out of school because this mama bear would have gone ballistic on a daily basis. I know you would. There aren't many parents that would put up with this nonsense. Really aren't. The rest of this story, here's the reason behind the Democrat opposition. Children who are transgender will be put in harm's way if they are forcibly outed, potentially leading to physical abuse or homelessness. First, let me ask you a question. Children? Children. If you want experiences, if you want to hear lived experiences from the very kids who this bill would affect, go talk to the kids who were kicked out of their homes and who were beaten for being outed against their own will. Okay, let me just tell you, this was from a transgender delegate, Denise Rome. Let me just say, okay, I want to make a declaration to you right now. I want to make a declaration. And I want to 
really issue a call to arms right now. Okay, are we are you ready for this? I want anybody within the sound of my voice to know if you are one of these people who is in danger or you're aware of someone who is facing potential abuse, homelessness, parents who are abusive, whatever it is, you reach out to me. I will find you the help you need. I will find you somebody who's going to care. And I want to issue this call right now, especially to Christian believers. Be prepared to offer your homes to love on people other than your own children. I'm just telling you that. That's my call to arms. It's a call to love. Be a safe person and a safe place. Now, the condition to this, and I know this is going to be difficult for some people. You may have a difficulty dealing with somebody who's dealing with sexuality or gender issues. You may need some serious spiritual transformation yourself to not be a self-righteous ass. I'm just I'm just declaring it. I'm putting it all out on the table today because folks, this is war. And we're not going to win the war with moralism, which is kind of a leak to where I'm going to go with Faith Focus Friday coming up this week. Because we're going to have to show revolutionary love now more than ever. And I'm serious about what I said. You got parents who are abusive, whatever. It's time for us. Let's put up or shut up. We really care about these people who may be affected. That's what I'm saying. We're laying down our lives. We're saying we're willing to love you. No matter what you're going through. The solution is not to turn you over to a system. The solution is not to turn you over to activists or a political party. Because at the end of the day, they don't care for you and they don't love you. And they're not going to open their homes either. They are all about using this as a means of attaining and keeping political power. That's what this is about. This is why they pander to every single activist group. Every single one of them. The black groups, the gay group, the lesbian group, the transgender group. While at the same time, they don't care about them as individuals. There's a difference between caring and exploiting That ought to be very evident by now. I celebrate these victories. They're partial victories because in the House, in Virginia, this now needs to go on to the Senate. The Senate bill in North Carolina needs to go on to the House. You know what to do if you're in North Carolina. Make that call to House members, the one who represents you to make sure this gets passed. Let's protect our children. It's all very simple. Coming up, hour number two, we will get to Mr. Magoo. (laughs) It's going to be fun. Stay with us. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. From the heart of the Carolinas, an independent voice for liberty, an oasis of sanity and civility, a breath of fresh air, this is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. Hour number two. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hour number two of our broadcast. Where do we go here? Ah. 
I want to share this with you just in. Vince, I have a daughter who came to me two years ago, told me she was non-binary. We told her we loved her and would support her, but really wanted her to pray that she find her place no matter where it was. I felt like she was a tomboy. And that as a father was to create in the last six months or so. She lost 60 pounds, started dressing nicer. Now that she has started getting more attention from boys, she feels like a heterosexual. It's Jimmy out of Fountain Inn. Isn't this interesting? By the way, I, I've heard this before. I have heard this repeatedly. That apparently the science bears this out. That over time, most of these gender dysphoria issues, they actually resolve themselves without intervention. Which is why you don't want to, who oh no, have some five-year-old boy, I feel like a girl, start giving puberty blockers and start moving toward a transitioning. This is why you don't do something so stupid. This is why so many of these folks are de-transitioning, because they realize that's what's going on. That's what, this would have naturally resolved itself. Vince, love your show and perspective and truth. I'm no psychiatrist, but gender dysphoria sounds like a mental illness. Nothing to be ashamed of. They need love, support, and therapy for as long as it takes. Common sense has become a non-existent reality. Yep. <laughs> I love this. His text or what I said earlier, and I'm serious about it. If you want them in your house, announce your address over the air. But don't expect others to do it. Really? Okay, I'm, believe me, I'm not trying to shame you or guilt you into doing anything. I'm just saying, if we're going to be out there boldly declaring the message we are declaring, we need to have a message ready for those folks who are saying, you don't care about these children who may be abused, etc., I'm saying there's an, we need to provide an answer for that. Like to this texture, it seems like you cherry-pick situations that bolster your original stance. Where do LGBTQ children turn if they're living in a non-accepting household? Parents. I want to I be helpful in that. Let's figure out a way to address that without screwing up the whole school by going into all of this with everybody. See this? Can I tell you one of my pet peeves before we talk about Mr. Magoo? One of my pet peeves with corporate America. You have one stupid employee who does something, okay? And you have horrible leadership with said company. So instead of the business having a healthy leadership where you pull that one person aside and say uh, hey you really made a mistake here you shouldn't have done this or that and you work it out with that one person no you put out a corporate memo to everybody telling everybody you can't do this I'm not saying there's not a need sometimes to reaffirm policies I get all of that but a lot of times people simply how about we start talking to each other? This is one of my frustrations. Is we, we want to make something global that's actually very local and very small. That's what I'm saying is going on here. The number of kids going through this, it's a very, very, very small minority. We can get it. We can get our arms around this. We can love these children. We can provide them what they need. We don't need to expose everybody to everything at age 10 or 9 or 8. I think most of you understand that. Let's talk about Mr. Magoo. State of the Union address. I have a compilation of what are thought to be the highlights. We don't have time to play that before the break, but... 
we do have a clip that we can share with you. <laughs> this one is a real classic. Uh, do we have the Marjorie Taylor Green clip, Mr. Producer? Uh, yes, we're going to go to this first. Now, last night, this speech had 7,218 words. Remember what I said yesterday? You know, I'm, I'm a person who believes in short and sweet. 7,218 words. No, thank you. Uh, this was one of the more um, spirited moments during the speech last night when people were just vocally expressing themselves, and for good reason. See, I couldn't sit there. I would be one of those people. I'm just being honest with you. I could not sit there and listen to this claptrap, this lying person, continuing to lie, 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 and lie, and not say anything. So let's listen to this clip. So my, many of, some of my Republican friends want to take the economy hostage. I get it, unless I agree to their economic plans. All of you at home should know what those plans are. Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans, some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. Let me give you anybody who doubts it. Contact my office. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. Well, I'm glad to see you. No, I tell you, I, I enjoy conversion. You know, it means if, if Congress doesn't keep the programs the way they are, they'd go away. Other Republicans say, I'm not saying it's a majority of you. I don't even think it's even a significant. But it's being proposed by individuals. I'm not politely not naming them, but it's being proposed by some of you. Look, folks, the idea is that we're not going to be we're, we're not going to be moved into being threatened to default on the debt if we don't respond. Folks. I'm glad. I am absolutely glad. Marjorie Taylor Greene shouted out liar. This needs to be called out. You don't just sit there and make such just ridiculous allegations. Republicans want to take the economy hostage. You know, and again, what do you get here? A false binary choice. Make the wealthy pay their fair share. Or sunset Social Security and Medicare. I mean, this is just, this is pure nonsense. And this old fool ought to be ashamed of himself for lying like this. Stay with us. Over on the text line, love your show, your convictions, your willingness to say what we all think. Loyal, everyday listener, thank you for what you do. Thanks very much for your text into the broadcast. Vince, lying is one thing. When your intelligence is being insulted, it's a totally different situation. Yep. Vince, when is this supposed plan to make the wealthy pay more begin right now the middle class is getting slaughtered yeah another text through the upstate he knows no shame two he doesn't know how not to lie three who wrote that piece of malicious misleading prose <laughs> vince apparently the house republicans are growing spines thanks to mtg Jeff Duncan and other like-minded individuals. Yeah. Pretty crazy, isn't it? You know, it kind of reminds me. Is that called Prime Minister's Questions? Is that what that's called? 
over in the United Kingdom, when the Prime Minister has to appear before the legislature. Oh, I love those. I love it. See, I think they ought to do that all the time. Make them actually have a conversation, not this sterile garbage just sitting there. You know, let people stand up and say, you lying SOB. You know, not just, I don't want to just hear hyperbole and a bunch of of insults. But call people out for their lies. Can you imagine Joe Biden in that situation every day where he had to answer, answer these questions? Where there be some level of accountability? Because you know the mainstream news media is not going to provide that accountability. That ain't going to happen. By the way, this, I believe, is the Washington Post compilation of the strongest moments, <laughs> if there are such things, from the Joe Biden speech from last night. Here it is, the State of the Union in four minutes. Listen up. You know, we're often told that Democrats and Republicans can't work together. But over the past two years, we've proved the cynics and naysayers wrong. We're building an economy where no one's left behind. Jobs are coming back. Pride is coming back. Now, some members here are threatening, and I know it's not an official party position, so I'm not going to exaggerate, but threatening to repeal the Inflation Reduction Act. As my coach, that's okay, that's fair. As my football coach used to say, lots of luck in your senior year. Make no mistake. If you try anything to raise the cost of presenting jobs, I will veto it. The climate crisis doesn't care if you're in a red or blue state. It's an existential threat. We have an obligation, not to ourselves, but to our children and grandchildren to confront it. A lot of you at home agree with me and many people that you know the tax system is not fair. It is not fair. Some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. Let me give you, anybody who doubts it, contact my office. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. Well, I'm glad to see you. My administration has cut the deficit by more than $1.7 trillion. The largest deficit reduction in American history. <laughs> Under the previous administration, The American deficit went up four years in a row. Let's recognize how far we came in the fight against the pandemic itself. While the virus is not gone, thanks to the resilience of the American people and the ingenuity of medicine, we've broken the COVID grip on us. But what happened to Tyree in Memphis happens too often. We have to do better. Give law enforcement the real training they need. Hold them to higher standards. Help them succeed in keeping us safe. Ban assault weapons now. Ban them now. Once and for all. If we don't pass my comprehensive immigration reform, at least pass my plan to provide the equipment and officers to secure the border. And a pathway to citizenship for dreamers. Those on temporary status, farm workers, essential workers, Congress must restore the right that was taken away in Roe v. Wade and protect Roe v. Wade. Make no mistake about it. If Congress passes a national ban, I will veto it. Putin's invasion has been a test for the ages, test for America, a test for the world. Would we stand for the most basic of principles? Would we stand for sovereignty? Would we stand for the right of people to live free of tyranny? Would we stand for the defense of democracy? There's no place for political violence in America. We have to protect the right to vote, not suppress the fat fundamental right. Honor the results of our elections, not subvert the will of people. We have to uphold the rule of law and restore trust in our We must give hate and extremism in any form, no safe harbor. For the United States of America, and there's nothing, nothing beyond our capacity if we do it together. God bless you all, and may God protect our troops.
Thank you. Ooh, yeah, there's a new one for yay, yay, raw. You know, I was just thinking during the speech. You know, if there were a book written, Democrat playbook, hot button issues, propaganda. <laughs> this speech is basically what it is. Just find all these hot button subjects to pander, to scare. Uh, this is so predictable. The sad thing is, nothing creative about this at all. It's really, really sad. We have this on the text line. As I've said before, you cannot shame a good Democrat. It's impossible. They have no more power to answer, no more power to answer to, as their God is raw power, which has no use for morality. Alan and I've Gastonia, you are absolutely right. It's all about winning. All about control. Hey, Vince, you are the voice of reason. Thank you. Maxine Waters said GOP members are disrespectful. I say, Congresswoman, look to your former speaker. Yeah, the one who ripped up the State of the Union address. It's funny. Uh, just some other items here from social media. Arlene posted, love the faces Kevin McCarthy is making listening to Biden's speech. Yeah, that was hilarious to watch. My good friend Thomas Massey, who is sitting next to... <laughs> sitting next to are you ready for this george santos i could not believe when i saw that picture partisan speech cloaked in nice mumbly words yeah glenn jacobs if you're familiar with wwe kane this speech is going over like a lead balloon what too soon <laughs> i love glenn jacobs Great libertarian leader down in Tennessee, Knox County. Much more as we continue our broadcast. Stay with us. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. If you'd like to join the conversation. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Call Vince on the GS Plumbing Talk Line at 800-928-1110. That's 800-928-1110. Or text the Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line at 71307. Now, back to Vince. And we are back on the broadcast. Oh, my goodness. Vince, listening to those tidbits, torture to my intelligence, my sanity. I cannot take being lied to like that, especially by somebody supposed to be our leader. I want my intelligent points back. Can you please play Sarah Huckabee Sanders' rebuttal, or at least bits of it? She epitomizes what a real leader looks like. That is from Jeff. Another person saying Joe is scary dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Another person, make it stop, make it stop. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Believe me, I fully get it. Did you hear earlier, and, and we played it in the earlier clip, did you hear the babbling, the babbling from Joe Biden? Here is a, a short clip of him. Can you tell what he's saying here? Listen up. Make no mistake, if you try anything to raise the cost of presenting jobs, I will veto it. Huh? Uh, play that again, Chris. Can you? Can, Make let's, no let's... mistake, if you try anything to raise the cost of presenting jobs, I will veto it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's really sad. They're applauding. What are they applauding? Please explain that to me. <laughs> oh, folks. What do we have now? Uh, we need to... Maybe we can set up a clock. One of those countdowns. 
to the end of this administration, what we hope will be the end of this administration in January of 2025. Oh, my goodness. That seems like an eternity, doesn't it? (laughs) It's a long time, folks. Did you hear about that crazy moment that happened yesterday evening? I mean, this is one of those situations. Uh, Again, you know how I talk about false binary choices? Sometimes there is no good side at all. There are just encounters between awful people. Case in point. Axios reporting on a tense exchange between Mitt Romney and George Santos of the State of the Union. I mean, these are the kind of people you want to put in a room for a death match. You know, put them in there together. (laughs) See which one walks out. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) This is just too much. A tense exchange during the State of the Union event. Before the State of the Union, cameras caught Romney and Santos trading words in what appeared to be an aggressive manner. After the speech, Romney told NBC News Santos was a sick puppy. He shouldn't have been there. Don't get me started on Mitt Romney. You know, isn't it funny? This is a guy who has all kinds of words, all kinds of criticisms now. He's got all kinds of fire now toward people in his own party. Where was this back during the campaign against Barack Obama? Where was it? This guy is, he is, he disgusts me. He really does. In fact, I have to tell you, I'm more disgusted by the Mitt Romneys than I am the George Santoses. We know what George Santos is, and everybody knows what he is, and they dismiss him. All right, here is the clip. A conversation David Muir had with reporter Rachel Scott after the State of the Union address. Uh, Here are the comments from Rachel Scott. He told him that he was an embarrassment straight to his face when Santos positioned himself along the aisle, the place where he would normally interact with the president and other members of Congress coming in. Uh, Senator Mitt Romney told reporters afterwards that he was surprised to see Santos there, given the multiple investigations that he's facing, that he needs to be in the back row and be quiet, not parading in front of the president of the United States, David. <laughs> Sit in the back and be quiet. The Utah senator then called Santos an ass. Santos replied by calling Romney a much bigger a-hole. Wow. In response, Santos tweeted, Hey, Mitt Romney, you will never be president. (laughs) He later deleted that tweet. I love it. Don't you love when people you can't stand go at it? Just keep going at it. Take each other down. (laughs) oh my goodness you can't make this stuff up folks you really can't but i also think this is intriguing david scott of georgia you may not have heard of him congressman actually ripped the biden administration's decision to delay shooting down that suspected chinese spy balloon over the weekend he said the delay made the u.s look weak. This was during a House Financial Services Committee hearing on Chinese economic competition, expressing the concern about the fast-growing possibility of a China-led world order, which he said would include China's military controlling key global trade routes. That's why I was concerned, deeply concerned about this balloon business, why the president allowed this balloon to go all over our country and not blow it down. I love the president. I support him. This move not to blow down that balloon sends a powerful message to both our enemies and our friends. It's all about data. It's all about intelligence. It's all about knowledge. And they got us on this one. Wow. This isn't a Republican. This isn't some crazy right-wing or alt-right person. David Scott is a Democrat. And he knows what was projected here was weakness it's not complicated at all and any honest democrat that's the key word to throw in there 
Oh, gosh. <laughs> I got to turn my eyes away from this text line. Any honest Democrat is going to acknowledge this. <laughs> Vince, on this, on this Biden clip, Vince, weren't you listening? He clearly said, bigly boobly bop. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I'm... This is so sad. It really is. But, folks, we got to live with this for just under two years. That's how long we have to live with this thing. Pray for our country that we survive. (laughs) Santos to Romney. Bleep, you old man, and sit before I break your hip, you old rhino. Ah, you textures. So terrible. But so funny. Stay with us. on the text line i have no problem with santos it's all the voters for not doing their homework on their candidates i guess they will do better next time by the way romney's a joke he's the last person that should be telling someone to sit down exactly this person saying nick romney was red as a beat or it's just my tv chris out of shelby Vince Mittens, a.k.a. Pierre Delecto, needs to shut the hell up. He's a total sellout. (laughs) You guys are not Mitt Romney fans at all. Uh, Speaking of State of the Union, speaking of really cringe-worthy moments, this is profoundly cringe-worthy moments, did you see that kiss between the first lady and the second man they look like they're making out i mean it really looks disgusting i could have gone all day without seeing that i could make another joke but i think i'll leave it alone (laughs) ah my mind went somewhere it should not go ah chris uh rescue me how are you doing today doing very well vince thank you all right glad to hear it total of eight items on the day in history 1725 is the year this leader passed away succeeded by his wife Catherine Henry oh no it's actually Peter Peter the Great Henry the Great was a thing though right yeah I think so 1910 this organization for young boys boy it's really fallen out of favor The Boy Scouts. Yep, Incorporated. 1910 was the year. Been around a long, long time. 1922, this would have been been a big deal now. I wonder how many people even have these anymore with the Internet. Um, Hey, I'm communicating to people on these right now, though many people are probably listening online. But President Harding had this installed in the White House in 1922. Sounds like like a radio. A radio! Yeah, this uh, it's kind of interesting to think what a big deal this would have been 101 years ago. But uh, now it's kind of like, radio, what's that? (laughs) Uh, It depends on who you ask. Yeah, exactly. It's a very different era, isn't it? 1936, Jay Berwanger. Oh, this is easy. What's the question? I don't know. Jay Berwanger? (laughs) Is that a real name? (laughs) The first NFL draft held in Philadelphia. He was actually the first pick. Oh. And he also was the first Heisman Trophy winner. The Eagles picked him, then traded him to the Bears. So, 1943... Americans secure Guadalcanal as Japan evacuates. 1986. 
Spud Webb. Do you remember what Spud Webb did in 1986? I don't remember. I, uh, did he join the NBA? It was it was very close. He won the slam dunk competition. That's right. And he's only 5'7". 5'7". It's pretty amazing. He's a remarkable player. 1990, CBS suspended this guy for some anti-gay, anti-black remarks in an interview. He's a commentator. I think he was on 60 Minutes. Is it Andy Rooney? Life. Andy Rooney. Yeah, you remember him. Yeah, he got canceled late. Yeah, he exactly. Was into his, he was into his career when he got canceled. Yeah, that's pretty amazing, isn't it? And 1994, this famous actor smashed a car's windshield in a road rage incident. I wasn't familiar with this. Do you remember who did this? Uh, um, let me give you a movie. Uh, what is the name? Oh, I cannot believe that... Um, I forgot the name of the movie I love watching. It's a horror movie that come out, come out, wherever you are. Do you remember that line? Uh, no. The Shining. Oh, okay. That's my favorite movie of Wait, his. Was it Jack Nicholson? Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson are... smashed somebody's windshield in? Yeah, this happened <laughs> in 1994. Seems out of character. <laughs> you really think so? No. You're, yeah, I was about ready to say that it's it's... It's probably pretty standard fare. Interesting guy. For him to pull off something like that. But yeah, road rage incident. You know, I kind of wonder, I'm sure the person ultimately figured out who it was. Well, imagine you're in a road rage confrontation. You get out of your cars, and it's the guy from The Shining. Yeah, exactly. I I think think, you get back in your car. I think I quietly get back in the car (laughs) and hope you don't hear the words... Red rum, red rum, red rum. That's all the time we have, folks. Thanks a lot for joining us. Um, Have yourselves a great day. And Lord willing, we're back tomorrow at the same time. God bless you. Adios. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program.